You're listening to the What Are You Thinking podcast with Ron and Lynette Lewis, a show where we explore how changing your thoughts can change your life. All right, everyone, you get to see us on our very first podcast. My name's Ron. This is my lovely wife and best friend, Lynette Lewis. And we are overwhelmed with how we got here and just so touched that we get to speak to you and we get to launch this What Are You Thinking podcast. There's so many thoughts that are running around everyone's mind all the time. And if we can capture the good and do away with the bad, we'll be better people. And so we're excited. We have a a long list of great people who are going to be joining us over the next uh, several weeks and months. And we're just happy you're here today. We thought we'd give you a little background of how we got here. So, Mm -hmm. Lynette. We are happy to be here. I'm so glad to be with you, hon. And it's going to be a great run. That's what we believe. We're really glad that you're here. Anyone who is tuning in, thanks for coming on in. We wish we could be in our actual living room, but it's the next best thing. And we're going to have a conversation and many more conversations to come that we hope you'll feel like you're a part of. Great to get here to this point. It really has been an interesting journey, probably especially over the last 12 months. Um, I remember a year ago, right around Christmas, we had taken our youngest kids, our two twin daughters with us to uh, California. Right. To the the Rose Bowl Parade. That's right. Not the game, just the Rose Bowl Parade. (laughs) Because you were so sweet to finally let me do one of the items on my bucket list. It was on your bucket list. And I'm very thankful we got it off. But actually, I (laughs) I had a great time with you at the Rose Bowl Parade. It was it was. It was exceptional. And then we were able to visit the Alcarma studio uh, the day after or a couple of days later. And I, for one, knew very little about Alcarma TV. Right. But we had been invited to go to that studio. And so we went on over with our dear friend, Pastor Shaddy Solomon, who who showed us the extraordinary operation that they have going there. And we were standing there in one of the studios, reminded me very much of this, when they began to talk about possibilities. I think it was you that first said, how would you like to hear the words live from New York City? Uh And we were all talking about, hey, we could do a show, a podcast, whatever it might end up being live from New York City. And here we are. It's an amazing journey. That that was the right place at the right time Mm. when Samuel Estefanos, uh, the founder of Alcarma TV, was there. And when he heard the words live from New York City, he lit up. He raised his hands and shook them and said, wow, this is what we've been dreaming of and hoping for. And little did they know that this was something that was really more in your heart than mine. Yes, it had been in my heart for a while. I think at this age, one of my passions, and I know we talk about this in our living room all the time, is to see people think correctly about their life. It's so easy to go negative or get discouraged. I mean, how many moments in our lives have we had just almost what I would call utter hopelessness? You know, can we just celebrate the fact that we're here and we've survived so many traumatic (laughs) things in our lives and so many ups and so many downs and so much struggle and so many times getting up at 3.30 in the morning to pray for our kids or others. Oh, it's true. And the people we've represented. But uh, to be here at this point, I, I think for me, um, and, and then I want to hear from you, but I think for me to to have spent 40 years as a senior pastor of churches, a church planter, as we call it, and to be freed from that as we pass the baton uh, to our son, Nathan, and his team here in New York City, that was this is the last church. 
And after 40 years, I know that my time is up. It's done with that. But what happens when you're a pastor is you're, you become like a general practitioner in a medical clinic. You're not a specialist, uh, but a general. You have to know a little bit about everything, like a general contractor building a building. And, and you may not be, uh, have all the electrical skills, but you know what's going on and what you need when you need it. And so there are certain skills that I was able to get over the years. And it's given me a heart for people. It's given me a heart to help people. And we have discussed this a lot, but we know that that the mind is the battleground, the mind and having good thoughts. And as you said, um, uh, that negative thoughts are common to all of us. I mean, everyone out there is dealing with negative thoughts. And Dr. Daniel Amen is the one who uh, has done more brain scans than anyone in history. He said 80 percent of all of our thoughts are negative. That's amazing, isn't it? Right. Even I, I consider myself an optimist, probably by nature. You yet, definitely are. Yet I still go negative at times. And there right. it's such a different collection of reasons, right? It could be that we're overtired or we're, we're facing a battle in the workplace or one of our kids is upset. I mean, there's so many factors every day coming at us. I mean, we live in New York City. It's just sometimes it takes faith to walk out the front door. <laughs> you meet your grumpy neighbor in the elevator. You know, it's just these things that come against us. And so what do we do? And this is what I'm excited about in this podcast is teaching people who are just like us how we've done it and we haven't done it perfect, but there are patterns you learn as you get older that work for you and you find, and you've certainly found as a pastor all these years, that there are principles and patterns that if you apply them, they work for pretty much everyone. We all have unique pain unique stories, unique hurdles and challenges, yet there are principles and patterns. And so many of the people that we're excited to feature here on our podcast are those that we've looked to in many cases who've, who've been inspirations to us, who've helped us think differently about mm -hmm. our marriage, about parenting. Certainly for me, I've spent my whole career, goodness, 40 years now in the marketplace, as we call it, not in full-time ministry, but in the corporate world, in the nonprofit world, and finding that the real issues that exist there, that exist in the church, that exist in our homes are in our listening audience. And we are excited to know that we can, we can bring hope, hope and help. You know, one of the things, Lynette, that I deeply admire about you, and I'm not, I'm not saying this for anyone except the, this is just the reality is you have really learned to not carry your anger or disappointments into the next day is the scripture. There's a, there's a verse that says in the Bible, don't let the sun go down on your wrath or your anger. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. And somehow you have mastered that. And I am amazed at the, all the times that you've had to forgive me of uh, whatever it is that I've done that has been disappointing to the family or whatever, but you don't carry that over to the next day. How do you do that? How do you, how do you get rid of a grudge? Well, thanks for saying that. And you've been my buffer in many moments where I was about ready to send an email or make a phone call or scream <laughs> till the neighbors heard it. I mean, it's not choosing to be positive, choosing to let go of anger is an exercise. It's not natural. I don't think it comes natural. I think it's, it's a choice, but the choice is oftentimes the end of a journey to get there. So mm -hmm. the last couple months, I will have these mornings where, you know, I wake up at 3.30 or 4.30, been carrying a really specific burden uh, in our family right now about some things. And I will feel this pressure on my chest, like anxiety, like 
overwhelming anxiety. So what am I going to do with that? I'm not going to pop a pill. I'm not, I want to sometimes. I know those things that I could do that would simply just mask the pain. But oftentimes I will get up after I try to go back to sleep, I'll just get up and I'll go sit on our couch and I'll drink my coffee and I'll look out that window and I will meditate on what I know to be true, true about God, about his goodness, read the scriptures. The Bible has gotten me through everything in my life. Read it. I've got, now I've got a Bible that my grandparents gave me when I was probably 22. And I have written in that thing over and over. And, and the verses that I've circled that say for me, you know, January, 1982. And, but looking back and remembering I've been here before and I made it and letting go of that anxiety, Mm -hmm. I casting it over, getting rid of it. Why? Because I'm a mom and I have kids that don't need to see me like that. We don't live just for ourselves. I was single till I was 42 until we got married. I was single for most of my life and still yet I was determined not to bear that anxiety and bring it out when I walk out the door. Well, you, you have definitely in my mind modeled that in a great way. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, some people who are watching this podcast, they may not be people of faith. Uh, They just may want help. And you brought up two great things. You read scripture, you apply that to your life and you pray. And that sounds simple, but I will say that research has proven uh, Dr. Harold Koenig, who was, is going to be one of our guests on this podcast, he wrote the book, a bestseller called The Healing Power of Faith, where they had research, actual hard research, that those who have faith and those who worship God, and these are from a variety of religious backgrounds, but those people live better, better mental, mental wellness, better emotional stability, they live longer, and they stay healthier. And that book became the bedrock for his next 60 or so books that he wrote mm-hmm. on this research. He's at the head of a, of, a, of a critical department at Duke University. And I've known, I've known him for 30 some years. And that's the value of being a pastor is you know, and you listen to people and you learn from people and you appreciate research, you appreciate science. And so although this is a faith uh, faith podcast. It's also a research and a science background uh, podcast. It's true. And we want to bring on the best and the brightest so that we can help the world to get control of their thoughts because the thoughts are the foundation. And it's what happens on the inside that affects the outside. It's so most true. of the world's going after the outside. If I can have a new car, if I can have a new wife, if I have a, a, a new suit, or yeah. new whatever, then uh, life will be going my way. But it's not so. It's proven that that is not true. We know the stories of the, those who win the lottery, they end up bankrupt after a and few years. More upset and more frustrated with all their yeah. relatives coming out of the woodwork to take their money. I mean, but yeah. you know, the other thing I'm thinking of too is a study I remember reading on happiness, one of the longest studies done where they followed people into their 80s and 90s. The other key thing that makes the difference for me, and I know for you as well, is the power of community, having those people. I mean, I have three or four people, women in my life at all times who, if I text them, sometimes all I text them is the little praying hands emoticon. They know, start praying for me. It's the one or two or three friends that you can count on. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have friends like that, Ask God to bring you friends like that and and start looking because it is indispensable. I have a wonderful husband, but as I said, I was single for so long and it's, 
impossible to think right without community, without people who will challenge the way I feel and point me to the right way to think. It's not over yet. How many times my very best friend, I was waiting and waiting and waiting for marriage and some of my personal life things. And I'll never forget, we were sitting in a restaurant eating cinnamon rolls. We had this one restaurant in Tulsa, Oklahoma that we always went to for these gigantic cinnamon rolls. This memory is so vivid in my mind. We were sitting there and she, we were talking about, she by this time was married. She's having multiple babies and I'm sitting there just expressing my desire. I thought I'd be married by now. I thought my personal life would be more on the road I wanted. And I just don't think I can wait another year. I mean, this was a serious thought in my mind. And she looked at me over that cinnamon roll and she said, do you think you can wait two more weeks? And I said, yeah, I can wait two more weeks. And she said, you just wait two more weeks. Sometimes it's the voice of a friend. It's a podcast. It's a revelation. It's a thought. It's a billboard. There are days where we're walking our little girls to school and they'll stop and read an inspiration on a billboard or a phone mechanism or whatever it is. And that's how we do it. We lean into people. We depend on people. You said, how do I do it? I do it through my community and through friends. Well, you just brought up another major bedrock foundational reality. And that is that we really do better when we're together. And I know that's sort of a cheesy formulaic reality, but it, it is true that that we're better together and uh this there's another verse that i tell my twin girls a lot of times is that two is better than one (laughs) (laughs) when they're in the middle of a big huge fight you're going to be happy that you have a twin someday right this is uh solomon said that and his dad was king david his dad was david and 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 solomon wrote some wild and crazy things but this is a reality and you think about all the times that that we we think about twos. I mean, it takes two to tango. It, it Batman and Robin, Lone Ranger and Tonto, Frodo and Sam. I mean, all these uh, 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 Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. I mean, there's so many examples of the of how much we become better when we're together with the right people. And it's not just anyone, but it's the right people. And that's where Dr. Niadi, a Yale professor, he'll he'll be. He'll be here on our show with us soon. And and he was the one who talked about what happens in the brain when you're in good community, Mm. that there is actual science behind your brain becoming healthier and better. Uh, So, you know, we have a lot to learn, but we have a lot to give. And we really deeply desire, Lynette and I both are people persons at our core. We talk to everyone. We get in a cab and unless we're busy with work or on a call with our family or whatever, we talk to people. We find out where you're from, what's your background. It's amazing how hungry the world is for connectivity. Right. It's little little things. And I even have so many of those Uber drivers, cab drivers that I'm still in touch with and we become friends. And it's it's amazing how the world is starving for this. And we go back to... Why this podcast? What is our why? What do you think? How would you describe the why behind this podcast? I think you get to a point in life and we would be at that stage in our lives where you realize that what it took for you to learn what you know was so painful, took so much and cost so much time and energy and counseling and everything we've been through to think right. And to have what we want in life work 
our spirits, our minds, our bodies, every category where you go get help. When you get to this age and realize that it costs you so much, you just naturally want to give it to someone who needs it next. That's how we feel. Certainly we've done that as parents, but I don't want one person listening right now to this podcast to be at a loss for what to do next. I want them to get an aha moment, or maybe I could try that, or maybe what that person said applies to me. If we can give even a nugget of truth or a nugget of hope to the world, one nugget at a time, then I would feel so grateful that what I endured to get to this point was more fruitful than just me making it through. That's, that's remarkable. I was just reading yesterday about Jonathan Rumi. He's the, he is the one who's casted as the role of Jesus on the famous, uh, he's the one in the famous series called The Chosen. And his real life is, uh, was that he was a starving actor in the acting community mm. and he had no money. He was, uh, I think he said he had $20 in his pocket and he had just written an $80 check when he only had $60 in the bank and he had one day of food in the refrigerator. That's it. And it was at that point where he decided, I need to turn my acting career over to God and let God decide. And he said, I want Jesus to be the Lord of my life, especially in this area that was so precious to him. And this is what we do. We clutch hold of things that sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't work. And for him, he was broke. He was busted, said he got on his knees and he dedicated his whole acting career and he turned it over to God. He surrendered that area of his life. And now it's all history. A couple of weeks or so later, he gets the producer, calls him for a cast call. He goes in, he gets the role. And now it's 450 million people. Have watched have that. watched at least one episode. Of and he's the brilliant in that role. He really right. is. Right. It's a remarkable thing. And we don't know the backstory. And sometimes it's not 10 thoughts or 10 chapters. It's one thought. Just one thought. It only takes one key to start a car. It only takes one key to open the door to your apartment, to your condo, to your house. And it only takes one thought so often to change someone's life. Yes. And 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 this is what's Remarkable to me about scripture is that scripture sometimes talks about things that back then they had no science for or no description for that. They just talked and put out truth and it's the truth that sets you free. And now we look back and say, when Paul said that we should be transformed by the renewal of our mind, the renewal of our mind is so powerful because it transforms us. And we live in an age of information overload. And, and we respect a lot of video podcasts, a lot of people on the air who are talking about things, respect a lot of them. We sure there do. are some that are just pumping out information. And it, I want to ask the question, are you getting the information enough where it's transformative or is it just information so that you can talk hot air to other people and say, oh, yeah, I have an answer for that and everything. But are you changed? And that's what we get to as we uh, think about, you know, the end of this, this, this podcast now is how important it is to allow God to come into your thought life and have him help you and partner with you and become the Lord of your life so that your life can be forever changed. And that's where we get to the reality that the change comes one day at a time, but there's also those grand moments. And for me, 
it was turning my life over to God. I was, I did, I was not a churchgoer. I was not a religious person at all. I was agnostic at most. Uh, maybe I was atheist, but mostly agnostic. And there was, there was a moment in my life where someone, I was 18 years old and someone gave me a Bible and I actually saw my brother's name in there, which is Mark. I read the gospel of Mark and I became convinced that Jesus Christ was the saving Messiah of the world. And that's where, that's the beginning point for me. And it may be that you may be ready for that, or maybe you're not ready for that. Maybe you need to hear more, but that's what this podcast is not just about information, but it's about transformation. And when you invite Jesus Christ into your life, I can guarantee you this, like me, your life's going to be changed. Transformation. It's a powerful concept. We often get to the point as individuals where we think we're beyond help. There's probably a lot of people watching today that you've wondered if you're beyond help, if you can really change. Maybe it just sounds like a fix-it notion of what we're talking about. But we've seen now, because of the age we are, how people truly can transform their lives. I'm thinking about this woman that we know of through our church in North Carolina who she, her husband was believing for her to get mentally well for 30 oh, years. It was, yeah, 30 years. 30 years. 30 years. And after yeah. 30 some years, she is now well. She's on the front row of that church. And I look at her and I look at him and I think what it took him I know. to wait I know. and believe, probably had many days of unbelief, yet. Mm -hmm transformation became possible for her. Uh, remarkable. She's truly transformed. I mean, and, and this it's never too late. This isn't just like we knew her for the last week. We've known her the whole journey. She never came to church. She never uh, was Barely engaged or involved. House. Right. She was, a, she was a shut down person. And, and you're right about Jerry, the husband, how, uh, how much determination and persistence and patience he had. And, and I know a lot of men just give up too early. They give up too soon. And that's where the community fills in the gap. Like, that's hang good. in there. We, we don't need to quit. But while we're, we have no idea when we're already on the one yard line waiting to score. It's true. <laughs> I mean, it's we're, true. we're right there. The, the little statement that's helped me many times in my life is days are long, but life is short. Right. Days are long. But when you look back, a year goes by so quickly. And if you're needing hope today, you tuned in and you're watching us, it's not over yet for you. I thought yesterday in the park on a walk, I was thinking the thought that it, it's not too late, but it may just be too early. That has helped me through so many moments. And we're here to help people think right, think differently, live in hope and watch their lives transform. So we did it. We got through our very first podcast. Thank you. It's great. <laughs> you were great. I always think you're great. No, I, it's, it's my pleasure to, you know, to do life with you. And, um, I'm excited about who we've got coming. Yeah. I mean, a, after all these years, the places we've traveled, the work we've done, you know, I've been in the, this court, these corporate arenas and circles and networks of people. And I'm so excited to think about bringing in those people and letting our audience experience what we know, what we've learned, who these people are. Yeah. I would say that, that the people who are coming and, and going to be a part of this, our, this podcast family, 
they are extraordinary people and they have mastered certain skills and certain abilities to just be excellent. And I think one of my favorite thing, I mean, I like all people and, and appreciate people, period, just for their value, the value of who they are. And that sort of stabilizes me from being mad at everyone because we're <laughs> all, we all have intrinsic True. value yeah. from God. God created us and gave us value, period. But then there are those who are able to get up and master their lives and lead themselves, not just leading people, lead themselves. That's, that's the beginning of it. And as they lead themselves and fine tune their craft, they become so helpful in our lives and in our journey. And I have people in my mind right now who have helped me in various areas of my life, whether it's leadership or family or parenting, just being a dad. I mean, that, that right now is under incredible fire right now. I mean, dads need to be dad. We need fathers and we want to not be fatherless anymore. And these are stories along the journey that we have where whatever it is, certain areas of our life, we're going to be able to help people and we want to help you. And that's our heart desire. And this is what I've been doing for 40 years is helping people. And it's crazy how many little things or big things that we're able to do and we're able to be a part of. But the main thing is, is that we want to help our viewership and our audience to know, to know the power of God in your life and the ability to change your thoughts, the ability to craft and hone greatness out of your skill and help the world. The world needs to have great people in their lives. Here we go. It's going to be fun. Hope you'll join us. Thanks for listening to the What Are You Thinking podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others or leave a rating review. Make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss what's next. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, and all other platforms. For more information about the podcast and our guests, head over to whatareyouthinkingpodcast.com or check us out on Instagram. Instagram.